The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? And he said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The gospel of the Lord. In the 5th century, there was a bishop and a great spiritual writer who had the unusual name of Quod Vult Deus. That's one name, Quod Vult Deus. You know your Latin, that means what God wills. It's a beautiful name although not very popular today. In the last century, there was a philosopher who was an atheist and a communist, whose name many of you will remember, by the name of Jean-Paul Sartre. He had seen existentially what humanity could become in the negative sense. He'd seen world wars. He'd seen human degradation. And in his mind, when he thought of hell, he thought of his neighbor. Imagine. Pope Benedict responded to that and said, since we are made in the image and likeness of God, whether you believe in him or not doesn't matter, he is. Since we were redeemed through the suffering and death of Jesus Christ, since he has risen from the dead to give us victory, then my neighbor is heaven. Therefore, I must love my neighbor. Quite a distinction between those two. Our Lord today is confronted with a Basic question, we know this gospel, all of us inside and out. By a scribe, no less, who says, Teacher, which commandment of the law is the greatest? What answer will he give? <clears throat> will he quote from Moses, from the Mosaic law? Well, he quotes from both Deuteronomy and Leviticus. You shall love the Lord your God. This love is a total love. With all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. It's not partial. It's complete. This is the greatest in the first commandment. And from that commandment flows everything else. 
Without that commandment, nothing else is possible, in fact. The second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Leviticus. Pope Clement XI, I've mentioned this before, once described the love of God in this way. By the way, when we talk about the love of God, what do we really mean to love God? You know what it means to love one another. It means to will what is good for the other, truly good. Not just under the appearance of good, but what is truly good for the other. I can't will what is good for God. God is goodness. God is love. What does it mean to love God? It means to will what God wills. That's the love of God. And what Pope Clement said was, uh, it's a really very beautiful, uh, in Latin he said, um, Volo quod vis, I love what you love. Volo quia vis, I love it, I will it because you will it. Volo quomodo vis, I love it, I whether I will it, it's important, I will it, in the manner in which you will it. And finally, and perhaps the most difficult of all, volo quam dio vis. I will it for as long as you will it. That's what it means to love God. I will what you will. I will it because you will it. I will it as you will it. And I will it for as long as you will it. The love of God is sometimes a very painful thing, sometimes a severe thing, and it's always a sacrificial thing. Uh, it is also the only real beauty, because all else comes from it. God is the only being whom we can love for his own sake. We can love no other being for that. We can love no creature for the creature's sake. I can love no person for their own sake. If I do, the love will be twisted. It will be uh, actually perverse. It will be self-centered, obsessive, possessive. But only if I love, because I have loved God, and I love everyone else within that love, then love becomes something that is possible. Then I can love another. But until then, I cannot. Now, we see that in the very being of our Lord himself. Our Lord is the perfect example of what it means to love what God, to will what God wills. The Son wills what the Father wills. Remember in the the agony of the garden? Father, if it be possible, let this chalice pass from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. So he wills it also because God wills it. But most painful of all, he wills it in the manner in which God wills it. And For as long as God wills it, that's his agony, that's his passion, and it's ours too. I remember mentioning once before Gerard Manley Hopkins, that great Jesuit, who remember the poem that he wrote, Deus Ego Amote, God, I love you. And he asked the question as to why we should love God. Why? And... 
I suspect our answer will often be somewhat self-serving too, but he gives the correct answer. He says, then I, why should not I love thee? Jesu, so much in love with me. Not for heaven's sake, not to be out of hell by loving thee, not for any gains I see, but just the way that thou lovest me. I do love and will love thee. That's a beautiful reality, that love of God. I said we can't love anybody else without it. Our world doesn't understand that. In our world, love is nothing more than sentiment. Love tends, again, to be obsessive. Because without the love of God, there really is no other love. Love becomes something that is all about me, but not all about what it means to experience God. And until I can experience God and God's love, As I said, no other love is possible. How many times have we seen that in the lives of the saints? That total love, that willingness to enter in completely into the mystery of God and therefore into the mystery of humanity. Now, if we are going to have the love of God, it should follow naturally that we will have to receive that love from God. I can't manufacture it. God has to make it possible for me to love as he loves. We can never love perfectly as God does because we're not God. But our love must be his. So quite naturally, he gives us himself to do it. If you want to love, he will say, fine, I will give you myself. And once you possess me, then you can love as you cannot otherwise love on your own. And so he gives us naturally his body and blood, And everything has to come back to it again. Because the love of God is made perfect in himself. He gives us this gift in order that we may do what we cannot otherwise do. That we may receive him in such a way that we can only do what he could do. And therefore we go beyond human love. I also thought it was quite beautiful that Gerard Manny Hopkins would conclude his poem... Uh, by saying, what must I love thee, Lord, for then? Good question. That's his final question. What must I love thee, Lord, for then? For being my king and God. Amen. Without that, we cannot love. And once we have that, we can love as no mere human can love but only then. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you as the people redeemed by the blood of your Son and trusting in your love and mercy. For the Church throughout the world, that her members will always be visible signs of the infinite love of God, especially the Church suffering, we pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, that we may come to know a new kind of love, the true love, the sacrificial love of the gospel and of the cross, we pray to the Lord.
for all those who are sick and suffering, for those who bear the cross of Christ in any way, that they may know that they are united to the love of the Lord in their suffering, for those who are greatly tempted, for those who have lost faith, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For an end to abortion, especially in our own country and state, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, and those young men and women who will have a unique love for the Church and for the Kingdom of God, for a greater reverence for the heroic love of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy, that having entered into the heroic love of the gospel, they may then proclaim it, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. And for all of us here, that we may realize love, particularly when it is difficult to love, that we may love those even whom we must correct and whom we must confront. We may love those also who are our enemies. We may bring them to a greater love. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For those, again, who are leading sinful lives, for those who have made the wrong choices in their lives, for those who have rejected the gospel and the truth, that they may come to realize that and may come to conversion as a natural response to a new love, we pray to the Lord. Lord, We now join our prayers to those of the Mother of the Lord as we sing. (laughs) 